Hello and Merry Christmas and welcome back to the Crispy Cast. I'm your co-host, Christopher Bernard, and I'm here with my fellow co-host. Your Yuletide cohort, Jody Cameron. And today is episode 24, which also marks the end of season 2 of the Crispy Cast. And we'll be ending off with a rather magical character, Jack Frost. That's right, a, a little something different, a little something cooler. Uh, Jack Frost comes from all forms of myth and legend. Uh, some believe his origins are actually Nordic, coming from two uh, giants. The I think it was like Jolten and it was like Frostel or some crazy thing. Anyway, and some people think that may have been the or- one of the origins of Jack Frost, pulling him, you know, putting the two names together. And someone goes, "Hey, it kind of looks like Jack <laughs> Frost." <laughs> well, it's it's a uh, it's common in mythologies. Uh, you know, your your original. Uh, kind of nature beliefs and religions to personify aspects of nature. And I think on one hand, to, to make them more understandable and relatable, and on, on the other hand, to, to explain, uh, you know, the unknown or, or um, misunderstood things uh, about uh, the natural world. And uh, you talk about the, the Jotun, the, the giants of the Norse, um, you know, they were the creators of... Uh, the glaciers and the mountains and and the wind and all that kind of thing so uh i think uh, they said that maybe uh yeah the inspiration being maybe the son of the goddess of the wind or something like that and i think uh what are they called yotul yotul frosty something like that which i guess by the time it hits uh like uh, medieval england they'd be calling him jack jack frost instead of yotul frosty you know <laughs> Rolls off the tongue a little better. It, well, uh, <laughs> and I guess the word the word Jack is just kind of synonymous with dude, right? Like you've got uh, dude Frost, right? Uh, frosty dude. You you got uh, Jack O' Lantern, Spring Heeled Jack. You know, all those Jacks are just kind of like a, a guy. So, Frost dude. What do you think? Um, I think in a lot of the ways they show them, I really like the story they take in. Rise of the Guardians? That's cited a lot. I think uh, it's because it's a a modern film that was very popular and that the characterization of Jack Frost in it uh, kind of, it hits all the the check boxes from especially that that English Jack Frost uh, concept where he's maybe a a young man, uh, maybe a teen, maybe a trickster, uh, high charisma, but a little naughty right uh that kind of thing but ultimately he goes the way of the hero doesn't he yeah i like i mostly like the the creative aspect of the origins like how um in a lot of myth and legend uh the stars like the moon and the sun hold a like high supernatural um superior power and how in that particular instance when showing a true act of of guardianship um heroism you were chosen to keep doing it after death and i like the idea because like everyone we we all like to know the origin of everything we don't we can't accept it just is so the idea that you get a little hint that before they mo- he was in this modern day world causing mischief in the winter 
and uh, raising a little foolish fun hell. He was just he was just a man, or better yet, just a just a boy hanging out with his sister. Things didn't go well. He chose to keep to his mischievous tendencies to actually save her versus, you know, he could have just been like, stay still. And then he like, let's get rid of the fear, which is a real uh, heroistic act, not only to save, but to comfort. And in doing so, it may have cost him his life. But that being that the moon is a higher power in that sense, it showed that he, that is not the end of his story. He must, he must come back and carry on, be who he is, but keep guarding the the purity of children. That's a it's an interesting take on Jack Frost, and I think that's one of the appeals uh, of Jack Frost as a character is that because he's kind of universal to cultures that have the the cold weather change of season, uh, that his and because his origin is is kind of vague and and maybe even older than than written story uh, you can kind of do what you like with it you know you can kind of fit it whatever contemporary context or, or whatever origin you want to make it into to fit yeah the story that you want to tell and i think because it's so malleable and pliable and and flexible he, he's 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 ripe for different characterizations and different storytelling without losing that through line that that commonality of i mean clearly uh he's he's the bringer of 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 cold weather uh, uh a harbinger a harbinger of winter uh often i think depicted originally as wearing white or blue maybe uh being a bit spiky or or having ice or icicles maybe even wielding a paintbrush or a wand and bringing you uh you know those those cool frost designs on your windows that kind of thing nipping at your nose that's a very mischievous thing uh but i'll tell you that the beginning of winter is is one that we sometimes look forward to it's interesting and a change and and uh well i'll tell you midwinter things get old uh you're kind of tired of it you're very cold and i feel like jack frost slowly becomes old man winter you know what i mean like in the in in the middle in the middle of the worst weather um he he's no longer kind of a scamp he's become kind of the dark side uh and 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 maybe an old man a bitter bitter old man who brings a blizzard up your up your skirt rather than just uh painting pretty designs and and uh, <laughs> and, and tweaking your tweaking your nose and, and toes i think that uh we would like to think that winter is whimsical all the way through but it's tough it's tough to stay you know thank goodness for for our, our winter celebrations kwanzaa hanukkah christmas yule we wouldn't make it through without them um which is why you see jack frost show up in so many christmas specials right uh he doesn't really fit into the mythology of santa but he's there half the time think of all the times he showed up in like cartoons claymations live action sometimes as the enemy shout out martin short <laughs> shout out martin short uh, so, i don't know he always gave me such a loki vibe yes like always that trickster thing right and like uh and he's a yot he's the child of the yotan right so there's, yeah. a, there's a direct kind of link there and uh yeah especially because 
in some cases, Loki actually has been, when he touches Root with his Frost Giant side, he basically is Jack Frost. Yeah. The only difference is Jack Frost, a lot more likable. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Jack Frost is probably what Loki would have rather hoped to have been. A little mischievous, but always loved. There is kind of a, like a real direct reference there where um, the idea that he might be related to... Um, uh, the old gods, whether it's a god of wind or a god of winter, Ullur, that kind of thing. But, like, there was the idea that, that he would come and rule during winter when Odin would move from that 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 realm. And uh, he's immortal, but he's temporary. Like, he's a cyclical thing. He comes and he goes. There's the story of, like, the boy who meets Jack Frost and befriends him, and at a certain point... Uh, you know, things begin to melt and Jack Frost has to bid farewell. And of course, it's see you again next year, right? <laughs> like, he'll always be back. But, uh, like, y- you talked about the importance of the moon and the stars. They're constant, right? They're always in the sky, even if we don't see them. Um, but Jack, he's going to come and go. And there's something special about that, I think, the, the way that he returns. I feel like uh, Jack Frost should... I, like one thing I'd like to see is you always see him as a youngster, as as a child, and I feel like since he's more myth, in fact he's coming more from myth. More, I think he's even going more towards like just fiction story. Like um, it'd be nice to show a little more growth. Like since we're in the like the age, like the times that we're in now, myth and legend are they're not. There's no new myths and legends. You know what I mean? Like it's all it's all old stuff. It'd be nice to see some people. Um, I guess it's kind of hard because, you know, the internet busts everybody's chops. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it'd be nice to take Jack Frost and see what else he could become. Right, reinvent him for the modern world? Reinvent him, but, like, show the show the progress. Because, see, the, the fun thing with all these, like, you know, the Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny. Uh, I mean, Easter Bunny's not as popular as it used to be. What happened there? Did he get cancelled? <laughs> Well, they're like, eh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, you got the Tooth Fairy, which some people, is the same thing. The only one that really sticks around is Santa. Like, Jack-o'-lantern hasn't been a thing since, uh, you know, we stopped burning witches. <laughs> well, so, so there's a question. Is is the, the predominance of, like, a Judeo-Christian monotheistic uh, culture and religion, is that something that's supplanted more of our... Um, like our pagan pantheons like it, there was a time when everything had a spirit and gods were a, were a plenty is it is it now that because m- even if even if we're in, in a bit of a secular society people still kind of default to the one god that m- maybe the many gods have been a bit forgotten including our easter bunny right <laughs> so is it that jack frost um has really lost out to the one god santa Right? Is it that he's he's been demoted so low on the totem pole of 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 kind of representations of significant things? Is it true that we just don't revere winter the way we used to, or 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 fear it, or or even love it the way we used to? I think you're right. We need to reinvent Jack Frost, and I think a global warming theme might even be in order. <laughs> like, why not take a look at what's happening with the environment and uh, and where we're headed? with weather and take a look at where jack frost fits into that i think it would make a cool story why not right 
Jay's on vacation in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the the brunt of it is more the uh, the the world is such is so clutched in with greed that business is I think what what has driven Ooh. our spirits away. Have we lost Santa, the magic? Santa. Well, no, it's no longer magic. It's called uh, it's called cash flow. Yes. Or uh, return on investment. <laughs> so this reminds me a little bit of the. Do you, you remember uh, Bill Murray and Scrooge? That yeah. was like a modern interpretation of 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 that kind of old uh, Christmas classic. Is it that Jack Frost is not hanging out on a on a, a warm beach, but he's rather become Old Man Winter in a business suit? Right, he's just there for the cash grab. He doesn't show up and do like fun and amusing trickster stuff. He's just a force of evil, and he's hoarding cash. And like we don't get to see him. He's in his ivory tower. He doesn't even have time to bring a proper winter anymore. And when he does, it's just a blizzard in the middle of July. <laughs> right? Because he just doesn't care anymore. He's yeah. lost his focus. He's lost his magic. <laughs> Santa belongs to Coca-Cola. <laughs> so, so, so do we need the, the ghost of Christmas past to visit Jack Frost and bring him back to uh, being a, a, a trickster teen? Is that what we need? I think we need... Uh, the leaders of our world to understand the importance of childlike wonder and the magic that it brings because all those things do is inspire people to do great things mm-hmm. um, or to write or create beautiful works of art instead of pouring all our money into advertisements that do nothing but suck all the money out of the hardworking people of the world they should be focusing on the the just the the inspiration because these people whoever makes the rules of the world they shape it it doesn't have to be a gray and grimy place it it could be as magical as it once was when the people had more of a a voice well in fact like that's above all else what jack frost represents in his like when he first visits he brings you that that hoarfrost that 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 wonderful that beautiful crystalline swirl uh, all the it's like he is an artist and he's showing you the beauty of winter and it's not about it's not about presents it's not about um, it's really not about anything permanent like his the beauty of the art he creates is temporary and uh, it is the beauty of nature so yeah like why don't we have ourselves a Jack Frost festival where we just get out and we we build snow forts and enjoy and enjoy each other enjoy the moment uh, before it's gone, before before Jack Frost leaves us, or before he turns into Old Man Winter and things get really serious. <laughs> Maybe that's the uh, the meaning behind Jack Frost is that he teaches kids uh, to live in the moment. So when they're older, they don't hang on to their past, so they can grow strong as individuals. Which, as corporate America would have you believe, you wouldn't want to do that. That's right, corporate. I see through you. Jack Frost versus Wall Street. <laughs> Jack Frost is gone. <laughs> I love it. Wall Street won. Uh, no, I think that the world definitely does need more magic in it. Uh, I don't. I don't think. I think today's world, uh, even with the 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 superhero movies, uh, any movies that are coming out, they're sold as simply. Like, it's to get you in there to sit down for two hours. You watch it, you leave, you talk about it. But it, none of it resonates. It doesn't sit with you. We need we need more... We definitely need more things that, that actually hang around uh, in a positive way. 
It's funny that you mentioned superheroes. Uh, when you think about Frost-related heroes and Frost-related villains, I think we have equal measure of both, right? Where you, you've got like your Mr. Freeze and your, oh, what's the name of that, uh, the dude from The Incredibles? With the with the surf Frozone. Froze, Froze, is he called Frozone? That's amazing. Yeah, Frozone. So like, uh, where is my super suit? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. I, I put away. Where is it? It's for the great, uh, honey. It's for the greatest good. I'm the greatest good you ever gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel Jackson's awesome. There we go. Samuel Jackson as Jack Frost. As Jack Samuel Frost. Samuel L. Jack Frost. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking speaking of depictions of of Jack Frost, um, like like I said earlier, I feel like he's been he's been uh, he's been a, a, like kind of a, a villain and a hero in equal measure, depending on on what he's depicted in. And sometimes he starts as one and becomes the other. Uh, but I do want to give a nod to I think what must be both the most terrible and amazing films ever created, and that's the one. Called Jack Frost from from the nineties. Uh, it, it's got Michael Keaton in it, uh, and it's it's terrifying. I watched the trailer for that. Uh, Did earlier, you? And it was like, uh, so the dad dies in like a snowplow accident with his car, or something like that, and then the kid cries, sad. Dad's dead, all that hooey, and then uh, he's got the the harmonica his dad gave him, and he blows it, and his dad comes to life as a snowman, and he goes, he screams, and he looks in the mirror. He's, he's snowman. He screams. He goes, Dad, you, you, I, I didn't know this. Why would you give me a magical harmonica? He's like, I didn't think it was really magic. <laughs> <laughs> Reading the synopsis for that yeah. film is completely insane. Uh, reincarnated as a snowman by a magic harmonica. Like, how, how fantastic is that? So I think the, the creature effects are done by Jim Henson. The Jim Henson Workshop. And uh, it, that movie is a nightmare. I, I think... It should be only viewed after consuming vast amounts of alcohol or drugs. <laughs> uh, it might be might be the worst film ever. My favorite piece of trivia about it is that George Clooney was originally cast, and he noped out on it at some point, which is hilarious. You know, you got to pay the rent. Uh, I, I love Michael Keaton. Uh, definitely a Batman that I enjoyed. Jack Frost is is neither hero nor villain in that movie. He is just an atrocity. Yeah, he's just like he's he is against nature. <laughs> you also gotta like him in the Rise of the Guardians because uh, you know you got Hugh Jackman as the Easter Bunny. Oh, is that right? And then I don't know who plays Santa, but he's Russian. Oh, wow. so he's like you're on naughty list, okay, children? Be very good. And he like pats him. He has these dual wheeled like machete things <laughs> moose and squirrel <laughs> yeah like literally he's he's like come on just we're not bad guys <laughs> like it's the perfect thing because you, you i didn't even know that's just because i was a kid when i was when i first got into watching the x-men but i didn't know that hugh jackman was not american just because he as wolverine he always sure you know what i mean like he always had like the the accent and then when he did that i was like oh he's doing a australian accent and i was like nope he's australian <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty authentic <laughs> yeah it's pretty good yeah so that that's also a good thing is that the, the cast is always going to be important for that movie i think it did so well because uh, the people that do it uh, truly believe in spreading joy with their work so uh, that's very important and if there's anything that i love about writing it's a uh, providing a safe and very enjoyable space for readers to get to know their characters and hopefully 
Uh, it also inspires them to imagine what the characters will do next in their life and endeavors while they wait for the, the next book, movie, episode, whatever. And story is a great way to escape real life and make sense of your real life. I think you hit on something with the, with the corporate greed and the, uh, the modern world that the Jack Frost and the stories that, that he's inspired uh, are from a simpler time, right? You think about uh, the darkness of winter uh, and, and just really all you've got is family and candlelight and the warmth of the hearth and these stories to get you through the long nights. Uh, these these stories to help you make sense of what's happening. These stories to to take you to another place. And uh, yeah, he's from a simpler time. Wouldn't it be nice if we could dial back the clock and and have a little more Jack Frost in our lives and a little less hustle and bustle and nonsense? I think that's a, it's a sincere sentiment that I think a lot of people uh, this time of year they kind of crave that you know to harken back to something. A little more genuine and a little more about uh, fellowship and warmth in, in a time of darkness and cold. I think uh, Jack Frost is our way of trying to make winter a little less scary, a little less boring, and a little less, um, yeah, a little less impersonal, right? We by by, uh, by giving him a name and a personality and and even making him a little bit mischievous. Uh, it makes it a little less awful. I mean, <laughs> we'll see. We live in Canada. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Jack's always here. This is where he hangs out. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's just... Uh, it, maybe that's why I really enjoy things like... Uh, it, this is a completely different uh, tone, but uh, like uh, like the Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings or uh, even Star Wars, it's the, the magic after the worlds. We, we It's not that we'd rather be there, but their beliefs and um, what drives them is a lot more pure than the things we get in our regular societies. Like the the fact that some people just do things to be good or because they, they take pleasure in seeing joy in other people's faces. I think that's things that this world could use a lot more of. And I hope that this season people are a lot more giving and we just keep just keep on trying to be better. Yeah, and Jack Frost doesn't want you to go out and spend a lot of money. He just wants you to throw a snowball at someone you love, right? Or, or, or a snowball with ice at someone you hate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> some of the opinions shared on this podcast are, are not uh, representative of the uh, yeah, employers. Always throw snowballs, uh, what do they say, uh, responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> throw snow responsibly. <laughs> Uh, is there a drink of Jack Frost? I wonder, have, has anyone mixed a, a drink called the Jack Frost? There must be a Jack Frost drink. I feel like if it was, it'd be like a, some blue. Uh, blue is good. It'd have to be something that was in a chilled shot glass. So it'd have that icy. Yeah, so like maybe balls blue with, uh, what else would you put in it? I'm trying to. I don't think that'd work because if you put... Round ice cubes in it, they'd probably just call it the blue ball. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> that might send the wrong message. There is a Jack Frost cocktail. And it, look, you've basically described it. It is frosted. Wow, I wonder what's in this thing. It looks delicious. Vodka, for sure. Always vodka. <laughs> yeah, the vodka's an icy drink. As, like, the Russians would say. Icy drink. <laughs> would you believe pineapple, coconut, vodka... And it's quite sweet. Well, I'll tell you what, that sounds 
devastating. This doesn't sound like something that Jack Frost would have. I feel like we need something like a like a schnapps. Something, something, something that really bites at you. Maybe a, a little mint, you say. Yeah. So it's got that cool... It's got to have that, that icy, a little bit bitter, but also kind of mischievous. Ooh, you could throw those, uh, the winter-themed... Uh, Pop rocks. No, no the, well, the lifesavers <laughs> that would spark when you bit on them. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, if, I had to, if I had to rate this character, I think that th this particular kind of fairy tale myth legend could possibly be what inspired a lot of great characters, such as Iceman, uh, who's literally the same kind of idea. Uh, or maybe he. Maybe he isn't. Maybe he's just something for kids to enjoy. But either way, I would definitely rate him um, in 11 out of 12. Oh, that was backwards. 12 out of 11. <laughs> because Jack Frost is the... He's, he's from a simpler time. He's from when people just told stories uh, to either give kids something fun to dream about uh, or maybe they they hope Jack comes and floods the town with snow so they don't have to go to school that's right um, there's a gift you know that keeps I mean? on giving yeah like jack is who you want to save you from the things you don't want to do and when you just want to have fun and for that i'll give him a 12 out of 11 i have to agree in his importance he's kind of like he's beyond immortal he's more than a god he's he's uh, a character that is uh He's kind of universal to places that, that experience um, freezing weather. He's he's a subtle threat that is friendly as well. Like you have that uh, that Christmas song where essentially it's like you know, baby, it's cold inside. Don't go out there and hang out with Jack Frost. He's gonna nip at your nose, probably freeze your toes right off. He's gonna cause you some serious concern. Stay here. Have some of those Jack Frost cocktails with me. We're going to relax. We're going to try not to get too, you know, like, um, we're going to remain consenting adults, <laughs> unlike the original lyrics. <laughs> I think I think Jack Frost, because he has a bit of mischief, he's a good guy. He's also a bit of a bad guy. Um, I like the Old Man Winter tie-in. I love that he's connected to the, the the original kind of giants and fairies and elves. He's So he, it, he makes sense in the Santa Claus mythos, even though... That's a bit muddled, too. I don't understand uh, how Rudolph came to be or why Coca-Cola decided that Santa was going to be the deal. I think maybe Jack Frost for president. Jack Frost for the for the, the leadership of, of Christmas. Let's get Jack Frost out there. Yeah, retire that old fat bastard. <laughs> right? Let's, let's go for a younger, uh, a young hip, a spiky-haired. He's in shape. Uh, he He's... You know what? He's androgynous. He doesn't even have to be, like, too terribly dude, right? Maybe he doesn't watch the football game, right? Maybe he's into interior decorating. Jack Frost, he's for me. Yeah, 100%. All right. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Um, I have a comic book, The Legend of Creature. You can find it at uh, on Facebook and Instagram at Chris B. Comics. That's K-R-I-S dot B. Comics. Obviously, we, you got us on almost all recording uh, streaming services for podcasts at uh, Crispy Cast. And uh, this has been a blast, and we'll see you in the new year with hopefully some more fun and exciting characters. As always, Merry Christmas. Happy Yule. Till next time! <laughs> <laughs>